Season 2, Episode 95 with Rob Condella. Buddy, good to have you here. Welcome to PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast, also known as Clear Prop TV and Paratalk.org. Not only can you find us here live every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, but you can go to clearproptv.com, watch us over on ppgzone.com, because if you don't go to PPG Zone and get yourself a uh, a really cool profile, then I don't know who you are. Hey, if you have, if you fly and you want to know where other people are that fly, go to ppgzone.com and there is an interactive map. I don't know if you know this or not, but it's really cool. Um, he doesn't sponsor us. He doesn't give us any money, but I just think he's absolutely amazing. Um, you go to uh, ppgzone.com, go to interactive map and look at all the pilots that are around you. Contact them. And now you're able to go hang out with your favorite pilots in your area that you probably didn't even know about. Let's say hey to everybody in the chat that's popped up so far. Holy smokes. Look at how many people we got here. We got John Wayne. We got PPG. The other Nick. Robert's in the house, but he's also our guest tonight. Bill H. We got Deweese Milstead. Susan Ray. We got so many other people coming here. Eric, ppglear.com. And uh, Stephen, good pastor. I'm sure we're going to have more people come in here in just a moment. Uh, let's go ahead and say hello to everybody here on the panel real quick. As always, we know we got ParamomUSA.com, which is our own Linda Anderson. What's up, girl? She's the Hi, only one I know that actually brings her pom-poms. I know. To, yeah, to the podcast. Yeah, it's so much fun with me. I know. You know I, I need some pom-poms, but I think people would uh, uh, make fun of me, and I'm not into make, being made fun of just yet. Oh, I don't care. I'm an old grandpa. Nobody cares about me. But welcome, Linda Anderson. Thank you so much for joining us. If you guys want to be on the show, get up with Linda Anderson by going to paramomusa.com. <laughs> so thank you, Linda, for joining us. We also got Jim. Jim from Canada. Hey, what's that all about, man? You got that. You got that uh, maple smelling money up there, don't you, buddy? Sure do. And believe <laughs> me. If you don't believe me, go up to Canada, grab some of that money, and scratch and sniff that Canadian money, man. It's awesome. Hey, you do printing and stuff up there too, don't you? Yes, I do. I do so, all sorts of printing. Tell us really quick about the the printing that you do and how we can get our own stickers if we want them. Well, I, you can connect with me through carepp.com or just give us a call at Care Printing and we can hook you up with whatever type of print work that you want done, stickers, calendars. In fact, we actually have a calendar that is available on ppgzone.com at the moment for paramotoring and it's a pretty cool calendar. So if you want to take a look at that, you're more than welcome to. And, and it's only 10 bucks so you got to go over there and check it out and if it wasn't for for jim we wouldn't have this amazing calendar so we appreciate you jim with that and if we want to see your crazy shenanigans isn't there a, another dot com that associated with your crazy shenanigans carepg.com so you got carepp <laughs> no carepg.com wait a minute what was the first one carepp for printing and publishing so got carepp.com and carepppg.com. 
You guys might just go there and check them both out real quick. Thank you very much for joining us, Jim. We appreciate you, buddy. We also got Will Fly in the house. You can find him at willflyppg.com. However, he makes the coolest videos. Every video he pops out, he has like, what, 1,000, 2,000, 5,000 people that, that watch it. Uh, tell us a little bit about your crazy flying shenanigans, buddy. Yeah. Hey, might I say, I wanted to say, Sean, you look super dapper tonight. You got your hair all slicked back. <laughs> Doesn't he look good? I'm, 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 going for the, I'm going for that 60s look, you know, greasing it back, you know, and racing. Oh, like the paint. mafia? Maybe the mafia, you know. <laughs> sure. I, I sure, why not? That too. I'm like, look at that. I just, fly, I just fly so fast in my paramotor, it just sticks like this. I can't keep it going forward anymore. <laughs> No, it's good to be here. I, I just had an amazing flight. I don't know if you've ever had a flight where it, it, it was marginal. You, it was kind of, you know, you were expecting it to be bumpy and, you know, not necessarily enjoyable other than the fact that you were flying. But man, it surprised me. It was like butter. I was even able to carve fields and totally unexpected. So I love flights like that. So I'm coming yeah. off the uh, high of that experience right now. That's awesome. Nice. Getting getting high in your paramotor, that's legal. I love getting high illegally. That's awesome. <laughs> and if you haven't been over to Will's channel, definitely go over to willflyppg.com. You will not be disappointed. Make sure you hit that like and uh, uh, that bell notification. But today's not about us. Today's about Rob. Ron Candela. What's up, buddy? I mean, this this is the guy that came here and said, hey, I want to talk about my my crazy paramotor shenanigans. I got some crazy stories to tell you. And I, we were listening to to, to his, you know, a couple of them before uh, we went live tonight. And I'm telling you, you guys are in for a treat. Rob, welcome to the show, buddy. How you doing? Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, you're hyping me up a little bit too much. I don't know how great the stories are, but I, I do have some stories, you know, from my my two years now of paramotoring, you know, like everyone, you know, you have the, the good days and the, and the bad days. So, um, yeah, thanks for having me though. Hopefully the video is clear and my audio is clear. So it's my first time doing something like this. So hopefully it goes smooth. Well, that's not too bad. And you're on your iPad. So I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, it's doing good so far. That's awesome. Well, this is season two, episode 95. We got Rob here. He's been flying for two years. He's 31 years old and he's been flying in 15, 14 or 15 states. And you've Something been like to that, already right? almost 50 states. You're, you're shy one, I think you said, right? Yeah, just Alaska. Just Well, that's just a hop, skip, and a jump, yeah. buddy. Yeah, I mean, that one's a little far for, for the van. So I'll have to plan, plan for that one. It'll take a few weeks. Uh, yeah. Well, but, if you come through here, make sure you look me up. Oh, definitely, yeah. I'm always did, looking for some new places to fly. So, did you make sure. it? Did you make it to Hawaii yet? I did not fly in Hawaii. I was there, but unfortunately, I wasn't paramotoring or paragliding yet. So, maybe on a return trip, you know, I could find someone with a paramotor out there or pack a paraglider. You know, do some ridge soaring or something cool like that. That might be a lot of fun. Absolutely, because the van, it just. It'd take forever. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll be a challenging with the van. Yeah, Absolutely. I'll leave that uh, back home for that trip. Absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself real quick and give us a little background of uh, who, who you are and how you got into flying paramotors. Yeah, sure. So I've been flying now close to two years. And, um, you know, it's been, it's been a great two years. You know, it's been frustrating, of course, you know, with being a new pilot and learning about the weather and, and all that. But my background mostly was in uh, mountain biking. So I, I set up a van to travel mountain biking and was doing that for a while and then started getting the itch for something new, something different. 
And uh, that's when I started coming across, you know, the paramotoring and uh, thought it'd be something cool to transition into. I have no flying experience, you know, previously. So it was something cool, you know, something new that I can learn and be a beginner at and, uh, you know, sort of, you know, just go through the motions of, you know, just learning all those skills and, you know, that, that excitement. Cause like with mountain biking, I got to a point where, you know, it's just like routine, you know, you've been there, sort of done that and you're always pushing yourself for that next hire, that next achievement. And at a certain point it gets to a level where, you know, you're really risking a lot for sort of that little bit of gain. Um, so it's been nice to focus on something different and the, you know, mountain biking will always be a passion of mine, but the, the flying has been something really special. I've, I've really enjoyed it. When you're not flying, do you ride then? Is that what you do? Yeah. And that's, that's been a really uh, good dynamic. So when I can't fly, you know, I have the mountain bike in the van or I have multiple mountain bikes in the van. So that way, if it's one of those days where it's too windy or the weather's just not lining up, I can go and explore wherever I'm at and do some mountain biking as well. So it keeps me in shape as well, which, you know, paramotoring, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work, but it's not a big cardio workout. That's for sure. Definitely. Now we talked a little bit before the uh, show and you said you have a lot of really cool, exciting paramotor epic adventures that you would like to share. So please go ahead and uh, share some of your epic adventures. Epic adventures. Well, I guess I'll start off with, with the van, you know, I've been living in the van full time now for seven or eight months. So that's really helped with just being able to fly as much as possible, you know, with, with having the, the short flying windows, you know, being early in the morning or in the evenings, it's nice to have that van and be able to sleep at, you know, if I'm at an airport at, or at an LZ somewhere. Um, so the van's been a, a really good tool to get me to fly a lot. So I think over the last, you know, year and a half, two years of my flying, I, I've gotten in about a little over 350 hours. Um, so uh, 350 hours is thanks to the van, you know, when you could just sort of sleep at your LZ, uh, it makes things a little bit easier instead of waking up and driving to where you need to go. Um, but yeah, you know, I've been to about 15 States so far and each state is sort of special in their own way. Um, you know, and every time I come back home to Pennsylvania, I sort of, you know, like Pennsylvania the most, maybe cause it's my home, my home turf and I'm, you know, familiar with it and that kind of thing. But um, Pennsylvania has some really good flying. Uh, I fly out towards like central Pennsylvania. Um, and it's just been, it's been a blast. It's been fun to learn there, but it's been fun to grow as a pilot there and explore further and further going over the mountain ranges, you know, over the, the dense areas of trees, you know, flying over the rivers and that kind of stuff. has been a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to sort of pick a favorite spot. Like, of course, you know, flying the canyons in Moab or something like that is special and it's, a little intimidating and a little bit higher risk. Um, but you know, all the places after I've been to them, you know, I come back to Pennsylvania. It's like sort of, uh, just beautiful. It's very well-rounded. It's always changing with the, the fog and the leaves and that kind of thing. So, um, it's, it's been, it's been a fun journey. Hopefully I'll get some more States, uh, going into next year, you know, some, some, some more cool places, you know, do a few more fly-ins. I did a few fly-ins this year, which was, uh, a bunch of fun. I did the bad apples fly in, um, flying circus was my first flying I did. And then I just was at endless foot drag. So that was sort of cool to meet the, the other paramotor pilots in the community. Well, that's really cool. So what, what got you into saying, Hey, I just want to go and live in a van and then travel around and fly. How, how'd you do that? And, uh, how in the world are, are you funding that? Because I would love to do the same thing. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. So like I said, the van started off with for mountain biking. So it was just for weekend trips, you know, going up to leaving from Pennsylvania, going to Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire. And, you know, those weekend trips turned into long weekends and then, you know, week long ones. And really for, for me, the van isn't that much of an inconvenience. I really like it. You know, some people can do well living in a small area and, and living out of the van and the unknowns of, you know, having a mobile lifestyle. Um, but uh, I've, I've really enjoyed it. It's, it's been a lot of fun. So how I've been able to do that is pretty much, you know, once the whole, you know, COVID thing happened, I was able to work remote. Um, so I just got really lucky with the timing of getting the van, getting paramotor training. And then with everything going on, I had that flexible um, work schedule where for the first year and a half, I was pretty much hundred percent remote. So now is the hard part where I'm starting to transition back into being at a desk and being at the office and, uh, you know, it's, it's not the most fun thing. You had that freedom for a little bit. You got to, you know, cruise around. And now it's like, oh, I got to go back to, you know, sitting at my cubicle where there's no windows for, you know, eight or 10 hours a day. So, oh, man, it's, yeah. it's something that, you know, I'm going to try and make it work as much as I can. That's for sure. Um, but it's been hard these last few months having to actually go back into the office and work again. Oh, yeah. I, I, I can't even imagine um, of the 14 and 15 states that you've gone through, what was your most e e epic adventure that you go, you know what, I wish I could go back again because that was amazing? Well, I would say it probably has to be, you know, Utah. Utah's got such beautiful terrain and more specifically like the Moab area. You know, I know a lot of people have, especially in these last few weeks, have been posting that they've been out there flying around. And it really is beautiful. You know, it's beautiful for the flying and for the mountain biking. So it's like a win-win. There's so much to do out there where you can be out there for weeks or months and not see all of the beautiful sights that that place has to offer. Um, so I would definitely say Moab is always high on my list. It's probably the, the top one. Um, it's just fun. It's different. It's way different than Pennsylvania. You know, it's, you know, you, know, you have all that, just that, that, that red rock and all that just like, you know, uh, just intense landscape. So that's cool to fly over and going back there. I, that was my first place I flew sort of as an adventure flight when I first started flying. And then when I went back this October, it was really cool to see how my skills progressed or like how I was more comfortable flying around certain, uh, you know, certain canyons or along certain rock formations where I, I sort of saw that progression where I had a little more confidence and skill to, uh, you know, enjoy it a little bit more, take in the beauty of it. It sounds like you're flying in some amazing places and you have like amazing videos. Do you have some place that you're posting your videos on? Yeah. So I, I pretty much just post on you know Facebook and Instagram. So Instagram is where I try to post everything. I'm trying to get better with actually doing video. You know, I just sort of take pictures and post a picture or two or a few things on my story. Um, but I want to get better with the video. It's just like, like, you know, you know, or anyone who's edited video before it, it takes a lot of time and, you know, people are putting out such good video content where it's like, you know, unless you have something that's sort of half decent, you sort of don't want to post it. You're like, ah, this isn't, this isn't good. Um, but I want to try and work on getting more, more video and capturing that landscape, especially now that I feel more comfortable flying, you know, to be able to take maybe a big, a bigger camera with me and get some more scenic shots of, you know, my friends flying or of the landscape and that kind of thing. But yeah, pretty much just now Instagram, maybe one day I'll, I'll jump on the YouTube bandwagon and do, you know, post up some YouTube videos, but I got to find time for it. Gotcha. So if we want to see your, your, your post on Instagram, how do we get there? Yeah. So my, my, uh, my screen name on that is uh, it's con C O N three zero eight one. So that's my, my handle on Instagram. 
and I believe on YouTube as well, but I don't post anything on there just yet. So, but eventually that'll, that'll be my handle for YouTube as well. Can you, can you say it again so I can write that down? Yeah, sure. It's uh, C O N three zero eight one. All right. I'll put that in the show notes too. So people that are listening to this on their favorite podcasting app, um, I'll have his Instagram link down below. Now, since you've been, I don't know, you've been flying in so many different states. You've only been flying for two years. Um, I assume that there's been some para oopses or um, para mistakes that you would like to share or talk about. Uh, yeah, sure. I could talk about it. So I've, I've had a few oopses along the way. Uh, one was a very big oops. I, I got uh, pretty lucky with it. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, I've been, I've been lucky though. Like I'm not, you know, a lot of people like you have the broken props and all that. I, you know, I've been lucky with that. But so my one big oops that I had was maybe it was around the 40, 50 hour marker of flying. And it was in Pennsylvania. You know, it was a, a morning flight and I had actually had a zoom meeting at nine 30. So I landed, refueled, and I'm like, okay, I can get another, you know, quick 20, 30 minutes in before my work meeting. Um, and I didn't feel like I was rushing myself. Um, and I, you know, went through my, my pre-flight check, you know, clipped into the glider. And that was at the point where I was starting to get comfortable doing wingovers. And you know, I wanted to practice doing the wingovers and that kind of thing. So I take off and I'm doing wingovers for about a good 20, 30 minutes, uh, you know, from, you know, not super high off the ground because it's a little bumpy up higher, but you know, 500, 700 feet off the ground. And I got towards the end of my flight and I thought, okay, let me just do a few more wingovers. And, you know, I did one, two, three, and I got closer to the ground and I thought, okay, maybe I shouldn't do this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going for it. And I hesitated, did a wingover. And all of a sudden I felt my glider let go on the left side. And I went falling into the ground and hit the ground. Um, so what ended up happening was that my glider actually wasn't clipped all the way into the carabiner. <gasps> so no. I was, I was, yeah. So I was flying for a half hour doing wingovers nonstop. You know, I'd climb up, do wingovers, climb up, do wingovers for like a half hour. And the whole time I had my, my riser loop just hanging on to the carabiner with the gate open. Oh so, my gosh now that is a serious pair of oops isn't it yeah so yeah i haven't told many people this so this is like this is probably this is the this is the biggest audience that i'm telling this to i've told to a few friends and you know some people who have asked about it who have you know heard through the the grapevine about it but um yeah i got on my last wing over and i was probably about 40 feet off the ground or so it was i wouldn't say it was like a wing over but it was like i wing over into an aggressive turn and right when I went into like the aggressive turn, I just gave poor inputs and it offloaded my glider slightly. And when it offloaded my glider slightly, that's when it popped out of the carabiner. So I probably counted like, it was probably a solid like two seconds before I hit the ground, like a one, two, boom, and hit the corn. So I crashed into a cornfield oh. and I hit right on my left side. You know, of course, you know, the paramotor took a lot of the impact. But I was, I was sort of stunned. You know, the, the motor was still running. I hit the kill switch. The hoops all crushed in, props broken. I mean, it looks like the paramotor is just a mangled mess. I actually crushed my, um, my swing arm, you know, the J-bars in, where I had to, like, sort of squeeze myself out of it because that's how hard, you know, the impact was. And I was convinced that the carabiner broke at first. I'm like, I'm like wow, the carabiner must have snapped. That's, that's definitely what happened. And I look at the carabiner, and it was completely fine. So then I'm like, okay, well, it must have been 
the riser the riser loop must have snapped and i'm like that is like that's such poor quality like I'm, i don't think i'm gonna ever fly again this is like a new glider i shouldn't do that so i fish the glider off the top of the corn and i look at it and it looks fine so i'm still convinced that something failed on the paramotor um so i bundle up my glider put my paramotor on my back and i hiked out of the corn um which was a little bit of an experience because you're pretty much lost in this big cornfield. i didn't know really what direction to walk in um, so I, you know, I just shuffled all my stuff out of the corn and, uh, sort of, you know, try to take it all in and see like what, what, what went wrong here. Um, so the funny thing with, uh, what happened was I actually had a chase cam going, uh, when, when I, when I hit the ground. So I actually got a picture of the moment where the glider popped off the carabiner and I'm sort of free falling towards the corn. So I didn't get a video of it, but I got a, I got a picture because it was on time-lapse taking pictures every one second. So I have a picture to prove it. You got that on your Instagram. I did. No, I haven't posted it. I haven't really discussed it publicly. Oh, so yeah, no, it's, it's one of those that, you know, um, like I said, I told some people and stuff, but I haven't really shared it. Um, and it's one of those things that, you know, I, I do a lot of rock climbing, so I have clipped into carabiners a bunch of times and you know, the importance of checking the gate and all of that. And it was just, I just missed it. You know, I clipped into carabiners thousands of times and, something just that day you know i just i went through my checks but i just didn't watch it fully close and i missed it and the other wild thing is that the whole time when you're flying those carabiners are sort of in front of you you think at some point looking down or something you would catch that and see it and for a half hour i did not see that at all um i didn't even know there was an issue until it was too late um but i did get lucky doing a a an aggressive turn close to the ground because if it was any higher um, and that did let go, I, I, you know, I probably wouldn't be here to be talking about the crash. Even if it was a thousand feet up, I don't know if I would have had time to throw my reserve. I do fly with the reserve, but given the nature of how violent the release was of the, the riser loop and I was falling completely on my side, it was so like disorientating, you know, that like, I didn't really know what was going on until, you know, I was, it was, I was on the ground. Did you have, I mean, were you damaged at all personally? I know that your motor was, but were you? So surprisingly, no, there's nothing wrong with me whatsoever. So I hit the ground, I don't know what, going 30 miles per hour or so, maybe a little bit faster and nothing wrong with me whatsoever. Not a, a cut on me, no, no broken bones, nothing. Um, now I think it was just, it was all just, I think luck. I crashed into a cornfield. I crashed on my left side. The frame took most of the impact. You know, it's, it's a cornfield, so the, the soil's a little bit soft, so I dug into the ground a little. Um, but surprisingly, no, I had a little bit of a, you know, my ribs were a little sore for a few days because the frame pushed into my, my rib cage. Um, but no, nothing. You won't even know I, I did it. Now, the paramotor, on the other hand, that was not a pretty sight. I looked at that thing, I'm like, I just told the paramotor. Like, there's no saving this. It looked like it's just a, a ball of scrap metal, you know, with the, the netting on the hoop all torn up and the prop snapped and all the titanium spars were mangled and bent everywhere. Um, so luckily, yeah, I didn't get hurt. It's, it's actually very, very, a very crazy story that there wasn't, that it wasn't worse than it was, uh, but it was just amazing story. And I'm so glad that you are okay. Um, definitely. Thank you so much for sharing this. Um, one of the things that, um, what, what, what do you think are some of the factors that caused this to happen? And what do you think um, other pilots 
will need to do to make sure this doesn't happen to them. I mean, this is not an isolated incident. You know, there's been, I see numerous pictures of the carabiner, you know, sideways and they're flying and they take a picture and like, oh my God, and they get down quick and, but they got that picture and they, and this happens. So you're not the only person this happened to. It happens to everybody and it might happen to somebody that's watching this. So what do you think happened and how could you fix it to where, you know, this wouldn't happen again in the future? Yeah, I know. I was surprised when I started telling a few people about this, that they, it either happened to them or they had a friend that it happened to as well. So the more I told the story to the few people, uh, the more I found out that my story wasn't that uncommon. Uh, I met a guy at the flying circus flying that he was paragliding and his let go as well. He ended up uh, breaking his back and breaking his leg um, paragliding because of that. Um, For me, I didn't feel like I was rushing that day. Like I would want to say, oh, well, it was just I was rushing. I didn't look at it because we all know, like you get out to the flying field and you blow a launch or two or, you know, you get started getting frustrated or the wind shifts. You have to relay out. And then you sort of, you know, you clip in real fast for me, your buddies are taking off for a cross country and you're like, oh, I'm falling behind and you, you rush a little bit. I was there all by myself. You know, it was a calm morning. I was, I thought I was taking my time. Like, yeah, I had a, a obligation a half hour later that I needed to be at, but it wasn't really like the reason for my rushing. And um, I think it's just, you just got to take your time and really, you know, really check, you know, look at it, make sure it closes you know, visually check that. I'm just so used to like clipping it in and then it, it you know, the, the gate closed itself and locks. Um, and I just, you know, I, I guess I got a little bit complacent with it where I just assumed that it was going to clip in and uh, the, the riser loop got in the way. Now the glider I was flying at, flying at the time was a, an A-wing. So it had a little bit of a, a wider uh, riser loop compared to like more of the higher performance gliders, you know, to save weight, it seems like the loops are smaller. So I will say that it's probably more common on the the larger riser loops or more on the beginner wings because it, it's more material that you have to get through the gate of that carabiner for it to close all the way. Because um, I've, I've tried to replicate it and you can, but it's harder with the smaller riser loops on the higher end gliders. Um, but yeah, it's what I do now is I, I double, triple, quadruple check it because after experiencing it, it's one of those things that it took me a long time to get over, you know, the, the feeling of sort of like just all of a sudden falling out of the sky, uh, something hard to, to work through. I would definitely say it slowed down my progress for a while. Um, but what I do is I clip in and I, I make sure I visually look at it, look at it. And then when I go and I go to grab my A's and my risers, I look at them again, they're resting on my forearms and I make sure, okay, the gates closed, gates closed. And then when I take off, I'm not someone, a lot of people sometimes take off and they, go into an aggressive turn and they start going crazy. I like to just take off and cruise straight for a good, you know, uh, 10, 15, 20 seconds. And I go through the check again. I'm looking to make sure my wingtips are cleared. My brakes are good. And I'm making sure that my carabiners are, are fully closed. Um, so I think that's a really good thing is right when you take off, you know, you don't have to go and start busting out aggressive turns or doing anything like that. You know, just check, make sure everything looks good. Make sure you don't have a brake line wrapped around or, you know, that your, your gate is all the way closed. You know, it's, it's nice. It gives you that peace of mind. And then once you check that, then you're, you're good to go. But. That, that's a, that's a good, that's good. I, I wonder how many people out there, if you're in the chat, um, has this ever happened to you where you look down and your gates not closed on your carabiner? Um, also, 
when you take off and uh, you're, you're, you're taking off, just like you said, in the first 10, 15 seconds, are you double checking, looking at your carabiner, looking at your lines, your wingtips? Uh, I do that. So that's interesting that you say that because I do the same thing. As soon as I take off, it's like, all right, make sure I'm clear. Everything's good. Okay, now I can go play. Um, but let us know in chat, has this ever happened to you? And once again, thank God, uh, nothing happened horribly. I mean, um, I mean, it was horrible, but you were okay. Yeah. And we can, oh, it we could can... have been, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. And when I tell people, they're just like, they're in awe of it. They're like, I can't believe it. And then even showing the picture, people are like, wow, okay, this, that was, that's crazy. Like the glider, when it released, it spun around 180 degrees. So you're looking at the the cells, like the pictures, the chase cam's taking a picture of the cells of the glider, right? So wow. it completely sort of did a 180 on me, right, when it let loose. And uh, yeah, I didn't even know what happened. I just felt an extreme amount of force from the riser that was still clipped in. And I just grabbed onto that riser. And like I said, almost count, like probably like a two full seconds went by and then hit the ground. You are so lucky that didn't happen, you know, when you're 2,000 feet up in the air. That... I mean, you could have been spinning out of control and, and not even know how to. Yeah, just... yeah, that's the thing is like they talk about, you know, being up high for, for safety. And of course, that is true. You know, and if you do have some kind of um, deflation on your glider or some kind of something crazy goes wrong, you have time then to think about it, maybe try and fix the issue. And if you can't, you have time to throw the reserve. Um, but given the nature of me falling down sideways and it probably would have I would have picked up speed very, very fast. And my reserve is now on my left side as well. Or, yeah, no, I'm, now I'm trying to think. No, my, my reserve is on my right side. So it would have made it very hard to, like, grab at it and to throw my reserve. Um, so I think even if I had 2,000 feet, man, it would have been still uh, – I don't know if I would have been able to still throw it in time, you know, just with how violent it was. That is so crazy. Is there any questions in the chat or – in the on, on the panel that you want to ask i want to say uh first of all rob your secrets are 100 percent safe with us man so feel free yeah. to like, just unload man get it off your chest <laughs> but uh, i've never had that particular situation happen but i have looked up and seen the uh nut completely down off of my mallion completely you know you gotta you gotta uh unscrew the the nut on the, the yeah. and I've seen it completely down. That's as close to that, that, uh, that scared the crap out of it. Um, yeah. And that could be, that could be dangerous as well. Cause I saw someone recently post a picture where the, the nut was all the way down and the mallion started bending open. And it was at yeah. the point where the, the, it was on the A's, it was on the A's where it was happening too. Yeah. And if it just bent a little bit more, those A's would have popped right off. And yeah. you, you'd probably have some weird stuff happening to your glider at that point. Point. Well, that would be pretty well, yeah. scary or or the same thing you could unload the glider and i mean you don't know what's going to happen with yeah situations like that but yankee paramotor said that it's funny how experience changes behavior <laughs> and yeah man it does no, no question about it there were a couple of questions in the chat sean yeah please go ahead and uh um let us know what they are okay um deweese milstead was asking what equipment you fly um, what I'm flying right now is I'm flying a Parajet Maverick with a Moster 185. And uh, I'm currently flying a BGD Luna to a 20 meter. So I was on a 23 meter for a while. 
and I decided to go down a size, something a, a little bit more sportier, you know, a little bit more playful. Oh, so I actually How do you like the Luna. Oh, I love it. It's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, uh, no complaints with it. I think it's a very good glider for my skill level um, as a, you know, a, as a intermediate level pilot. And uh, it's been something I could definitely grow into for sure. This, right this looks like bad apples because I flew over the same thing. Uh-huh. Yes, you, that is correct. That is, that oh, is bad apples. And that was, that, that was a beautiful place to fly over. I really did enjoy every morning I would fly there and I would just do wing overs and buzz around there. And uh, that's all I did. That, well, that was probably you I saw that was doing wing overs and stuff when I was over there. I don't know. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm flipping through his Instagram right now. And dude, the pictures that you are are posting are just amazing, man. Uh, thank yeah, you. Beautiful. Yeah, most of it's with uh, most of it's with the GoPros. You know, I use the Chase Cam or uh, the 360 Cam. I've really liked that for doing you know getting those you know the wing over shots and that kind of thing. Absolutely amazing. So. Just in case you do not know, go over to his Instagram and it's con3081 and his pictures there are truly amazing. Look at that. Where, where is this right here? Pennsylvania? So that, that's Pennsylvania. That's my, my home spot right there. And like I've said, you know, I've, you know, I've been to a lot of beautiful places and they're all beautiful for their own reasons, but man um my my home spot in central pennsylvania it's always changing we always get we're blessed with a lot of fog which could be a blessing and a curse you know sometimes you get fogged and you can't fly but when you can fly and there's the fog that's just like covering covering the valley it's it's beautiful it's awesome i'm gonna have to take my 360 out and start doing some pictures because yours just looks so more incredible than my little <laughs> <laughs> pictures that i've been taking even though they're incredible yours are absolutely amazing dude oh thank you yeah yeah it's a little tricky with the 360 camera it takes some playing around with and how to mount it on the paramotor um but once you get that all sort of figured out it uh it can take some cool shots it's just really easy to scratch the lens. So if you have a GoPro Max, you got to be very careful to um, to store the camera where you're not scratching the lenses. Because once you scratch them, you're you're sort of done. Yeah, <laughs> your I pictures get... aren't going to be good quality. Well, I got the GoPro Max and the Insta 360 1X, so I got two of them, and I definitely like the uh, the GoPro Max um, as far as the pictures and the quality. And the videos are just so much better, I think, on the Max than the Insta 361X. Oh, look at that. A double rainbow. Yeah, that was really cool. That was one of those days where like a storm rolled through and we weren't gonna fly. But once the once the rain the rainbow popped up, it was one of those like, uh, I gotta go at least fly for a few minutes just to you know say I did it. Um, it's a so double was... rainbow. What does it mean? What does it mean? I don't know, but it's also on this side of the mountain. So you could have gone to that one. That is awesome, guys. Freaking awesome. I mean, the pictures that you have are just great. So make sure you go over to his Instagram, CON3081. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Uh, he he's following only a 1,000 people, but uh, 2,648 are following him. He has a 1,220 posts, 
and I'm sure he's going to be posting more. They're absolutely amazing. So make sure you run over there and, uh, and, uh, what is it? Subscribe or follow, or what is it on Instagram? Yeah, I think it's follow. Yeah. It's follow on Instagram. Yeah. So follow on Instagram. There you go. Really awesome. dude. Hey Rob, have you, yeah. I bet you've given this some thought, but have you thought of a way to mix my, uh, uh, mountain biking with paramotoring or mountain biking with a wing? Uh-huh. No, I have thought way? about it. And of course, all my mountain bike friends are like, when are you going to strap that paramotor onto your back and like, you know, do something <laughs> like that, you know, combine it. Um, I've thought about it. I think it'd be very challenging. So I don't, I don't think I'll be able to execute it. Um, I did try and ride my bike with my paramotor on my back. And I had issues with the seat board getting in the way of the seat on the mountain bike. So I, I don't know. Uh, it, it's going to be challenging. Maybe in the future, maybe I'll try and do something, something like that. But it'd have to be some kind of custom rig, you know. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't be able to get away with uh, with stock equipment for sure. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, maybe if I had like a split leg harness or something like that, then I can. Yeah. It might be a little bit easier to ride the bike with the paramotor. <laughs> <laughs> i think it would be pretty easy like paragliding though you know what i mean like if you're paragliding like sort of like start riding down the hill inflate the glider and then sort of just take off and i think i saw somewhere i don't know i guess it would be youtube but someone was on a bike and they they jumped off and they threw up through a, a parachute maybe it was um i don't know that, that's kind of cool it definitely is not something I would ever, ever try, but it'd be neat. It'd be neat to see someone else try it, you know? Yeah. Well, now, now, now the gears are turned a little bit. I'm like, well, maybe I could do it paragliding. Yeah. That might oh, be. Oh, no. It's <laughs> funny. I'd be a little nervous with the motor on my back, but paragliding might be possible. Hey, you got through your three, you, you say you've been to three uh, fly-ins. Yeah. You, I mean, you picked, you picked some good ones, man. You must have handpicked those. Um, yeah, well, I've heard, I've heard good things about those three, so they fit into my schedule. So the first one I went to was the Flying Circus, and that one was just, that was so much fun, for, especially for my first flying, because that one does have a lot of personality to it. So if, if no one's ever, if people haven't been to the Flying Circus, but have heard about it, I would recommend going. I think it's a good time. It's like the, the Wild West out there. There's a lot of shenanigans going on. Like I said, it's got a lot of character. Um, so I'll definitely be going back to that one uh, for, for next year. I think it's in February, like mid-February of 2022. So that is definitely a fun one to go to if you can. They shoot the cannons in that one, don't they? Oh yeah, yeah. They shoot the yeah. shoot the cannons. Yeah, that one's that one's pretty wild. I stood a little too close the first time, and then <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm gonna stand back a little bit. It, can, it gets a little intimidating. We see though they shoot bowling balls out of the cannons, and when it goes up right above you, you get a little bit nervous that it's gonna land on you. But yeah, they they did the bowling balls. They dropped money out of a plane. That was that was a lot of fun. That's like a dream come true for most people. Like they dropped. Oh, wow. I forget what the the amount of money was, it was, it was a few thousand dollars that they dropped out of the plane. Wow. And that was, I mean, you just see hundreds of people chasing after this money. I mean, it was, it was intense. I got ran into, I, I cut up my knees diving for money, um, but it was a bunch of, it was a bunch of fun. So that's a real sport right there. That's a dangerous <laughs> sport right there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> One more thing, Sean, I'll, I'll, I'll turn it back to you, but Mad Sloper, he, he came up with, that's a good idea. Speed wing with uh, a speed wing with a mountain bike. That's like, yeah, a I think, it, I, 
I think it yeah. can be done. I mean, there's been some really impressive videos uh, of guys doing it on skis, right? And yeah. skis are easier, but I think if you can sort of mount that bike to you in a certain way, you know, like if you're clipped in on, you know, have your feet clipped into the pedals, it's possible. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to think about it and see if anyone's done it. And maybe, uh, you know, I, I can ride a mountain bike and yeah, I just have to work on my, you know, my, maybe my proximity flying and my, my speed wing flying or paragliding, but it might, might be possible. Could you imagine the air you could get with that? I mean, you, yeah, know, you really have to work, I guess, to keep the wing loaded, you know, I, I don't know how that all would work, but Hey, it's kind of cool thinking about that. That would be, we might be onto something here. We just invented a new sport. Yeah. Para biking. There you go. That sounds good. We need to do something that's interesting and neat. That's for sure. <laughs> and of course, if you did that, then, you know, um, uh, you probably would need a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. That's that, that can kick off my YouTube channel right there. That'll be my first right. post. Exactly. Yeah. You can go to McDonald's for your first yeah. place. <laughs> yeah. Because that's never been done. Never. <laughs> never been done. The panel. Look at the pictures. The panel. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, hey, you know what? We probably should do a picture like this. Uh, what is it? C- Command Shift Four? Is that it? Or three? Oh, you're gonna do a picture. Command Shift yeah. Four does do the whole one? screen. Command Shift Three. Ready? One, two, three. Cheese. That was it. All right, we'll post this one because this is. Oh, a well, my thumb doesn't right look there. like it's going up my under my glasses or something. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron I says it was. It was five thousand dollars, and he got one dollar. Yeah, it, yeah, five thousand dollars sounds about right. It was a pretty large sum of money. I only got, I think, nine or ten dollars, and I was trying very, very hard. Like, <laughs> like I was, over I was open desert area that they released the money, or is it? Yeah, like... they dropped it right over the airport. So the day they did it, it was super windy. Um, so that made it even more intense because that money was ripping oh by. Like once, God. you know, once it came like down to the ground, it was blowing by pretty quick. So there's probably still some dollar bills out in the desert somewhere from that. <laughs> but oh it was, it was, God. it was super cool. Like that, that was probably one of my like dreams come true right there. Well, Rob, next time you run out there, like put, put some knee pads on, you know, be prepared. Yeah, I'm going to need knee pads. I'm get one of those big nets, you know, like one of those big yeah. fish nets. I'll be ready. I'm going to be prepared for, for, for this upcoming one. Or back, like a shop back, you know, suck it all into the machine. <laughs> Something. I got to come up with a way to cheat. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, hey, heck yeah. I mean, nobody would know because they're all running around like crazy people, right? Yeah. You know, it's funny that there wasn't a picture or video of it happening, but I think everyone wanted to get that money that no one had time to take a video. And everyone's like, I'm getting the money. I'm not taking a video. I'm not taking the picture. But if someone could have taken a video of this just cloud of money, just, you know, and then the, the, the pack of people running after it, it was, it was, and it was intense. Yeah. So who, who was dropping the money then, like from a helicopter or something? Or who they, they dropped it from a plane. I think it was just like a Cessna a or something like that. They did a practice pass where they wanted to see how windy it was and how far the money would travel. And then once they sort of figured out how far the money was going to travel, then they released all of it. I they should have dropped of bags of quarters. That would have been more fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would have been, oh my gosh, that would be pretty funny. That Try would to pick the quarters up. Oh gosh, well. <laughs> Look, quarters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Exactly. On your face, it's a quarter tattoo right there. It's pretty <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah, that Were there was any so fights? Anybody fight over over the money? I, I don't know. There was chaos. I mean, there was there was so much going on there. I'm sure there might have been a few brawls because there was hundreds <laughs> mixed into it too. So it wasn't. It was like a bunch of one dollar oh. bills. But there was also, I believe, uh, you know, a few hundred dollar bills as well. So, wow. you know, if you're one of those lucky people to pick up a hundred, I mean, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> Rob just he like grabbed that five and ten dollar bill and he's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I bet you there's a lot of half one dollar bills. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> people grab yeah, the same yeah. one. <laughs> people fighting over, over that five dollar bill. Yeah, Buy five dollars. Yes. <laughs> All right, Rob. I um, I'm I'm on. I following following you on Instagram now. So. That was easy. Awesome. Yeah, thank I you. Hit on that search and there you are. There you go. See, guys, it's easy. Easy peasy. It is that easy. easy. Yeah, I put the link in the chat there. I was like, I got this. I got this. Absolutely. Uh, so was there, oh yeah, there was one question. There was, um, why is everybody white? When that happened, what we did is we have this new thing in the background where we can see different backgrounds. What you see is the white, but you don't get to see what we get to see. So this this is a little snapshot of what we were going through. There's many different ones. We're just trying on different ones. Oh, that's and good. I like that. It was cute. It was adorable. Yeah. 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 I, I looked at me. I'm like, because, you know, the, the, the girls, know, they have to look and go, I don't know. I don't like the way my hat looks or something. But, oh, that was good. <laughs> You got me. You got me all in the little circle thing. Like, there I am. If if you guys are listening to us and you want to see what we're talking about, go over to iFlyParamotors.com and check out episode ninety-five of PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast on ClearPropTV.com. Um, it's about quarter of eight my time. So, is there any other questions in the chat? or any questions on the panel that we'd like to ask Rob before we head on out. Hey Rob, where are you thinking of going next? That's, that's a good question. You know, um, I've been thinking about it. Uh, I'm going to finish off this year down in Florida. So I'm going to head down to Florida. You know, it's, it's been a little cold up here and I've been a little bit of a wuss where I don't want to bust out my gloves and fly out my gloves. <laughs> Um, you're so dummy. So, <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll be heading down to to Florida in a few weeks, uh, and then hopefully getting some good flying windows in there, and uh, you know meet up with some friends and, and some people I've you know been in touch with on on Instagram or Facebook that I haven't met in person, you know that fly down there, you know meet up with them and uh, just you know check yeah. uh, you know explore Florida a little bit and um, you know just work on some skills. I think that'd be a good place to normally the conditions are normally pretty good to test out my new, my new glider and uh, just play around down there. But as far as for like 2022, it's still up in the air a little bit. Like I'll definitely be doing uh, Arizona in February to do the flying circus, maybe go out to the salt and sea as well. Um, I normally do it backwards from most people. I like to go to the flying circus first and then go to the salt and sea. So there's not like all those people uh, flying at the salt and sea. Um, but maybe this year I'll, I'll go when everyone's there since I know a lot more people this time. Um, but yeah, I gotta, I gotta see what, what, what's going on with my work schedule and travel restrictions. I'd like to do maybe some international, uh, you know, some, uh, you know, some, uh, maybe something in Morocco, 
um, or France. So we'll see. Cool. Uh, that depends on the travel restrictions. So you do paraglide then, right, Rob? Your paragliding. Yeah, I just I, I just got into doing some paragliding, uh, mostly ridge soaring. Yeah, mostly ridge soaring. Like I did ridge soaring okay. at Sand City uh, in the Monterey, California area. Okay. Um, and then I did a little bit of paragliding actually in Moab, Utah, which I just got lucky with the right conditions and bumped into some random paragliding girls in the desert who invited me along to go fly with them. So oh, that yeah, was really cool. Oh yeah, there's a lot of them out there. Oh yeah. Utah yeah, it was, I didn't expect paraglide. it. Yeah, they saw that they saw the paramotor and they're like, hey, do you paraglide too? And I just so happened to have my stuff. So it was one of those That's spur cool. of the moment things, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Do, have you have you flown at, in uh, San Diego yet in Blossom? I have not, no. Okay, so you're going to have to get out there because my son, Robert Michaels, from paraglidingtalk.com, he's been paragliding since 2017 and he flies out at Blossom and he also flies out at Torrey Pines sometimes or whatever. And uh, I think he's thinking of going to Salt, Salt Sea next year. So hopefully you guys, you know, hook it up or whatever or I might you have to meet there. up with them yeah I would like to do some more paragliding yeah. I thought it was it was it was something different it was fun and I think it has helped me a lot um, with paramotoring so okay. it, it's fun different but also a good training okay. tool yeah you know what because the, how I am and everything I'm gonna I, I might just hook you up on the paragliding talk show Okay. That sounds do, good. Probably. Oh, well, this, okay. this is my first one. So, okay. you know, by my second one, I'm going to be like a pro at these. I'll have to get a better internet connection, maybe work on, yeah. uh, work no, on that. But this one, great. We appreciate you. We appreciate all your knowledge and everything. And, and that's what this show's about. We share our mistakes, you know, and all things that go on because a lot of people relate to that. And I, I'm glad that you kind of, you know, opened up to us tonight and, and, uh, but yeah, this happened and that happened. And yeah, I, Believe me, I've, this show, we've heard a lot of the cornfield crashes. Yes. So you're not alone, Rob, in the cornfield yeah. crashes. Believe but your secrets yeah, no, are safe it, with us, man. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> yeah, no one will know. I mean, nope. this is just between us right here. That's mm. right. <laughs> yeah, we won't tell anybody. No. <laughs> no, we really appreciate you, Rob. Just thank you so much for coming on the show. Anyway, yeah. we'll give it back to Sean. Oh, oh, back to me. All right, yay! <laughs> back to you, Sean. Well, I'm, I'm glad that, that people. I'm glad that people had um, you know questions, and I mean that's what the show is all about. You know, ask questions, have a have a guest talk to them, and you know find out what's going on in their life, and see if they kind of resemble what's going on in our life since we're pilots also and you know a couple of years and now kind of being complacent in that incident um other than that particular incident have you had anything else that uh, is noteworthy i mean you already shared that so is there anything else that that you want yeah to nothing nothing can top that and hopefully i won't have a story that can top that um <laughs> yeah. you know like yeah yeah i hope that's the most impressive one i'll be able to to talk to but yeah, nothing else crazy. I mean, I've really tried to be as safe as I can. Like I'm, I'm always trying to learn. I'm trying to, you know, get into more adventure flying or, you know, play around and maybe do a little acro and that kind of thing. But I've been trying to do it as smart as possible, you know, having, um, you know, a good instructor, you know, I'm always talking to my instructor and, you know, having them critique stuff I'm doing or having them call me out on stuff. You know, if something I did was, you know, maybe not safe or something that, you know, just, he, you know, he had his opinion on that kind of thing. So I'm always looking to, you know, just 
put myself around people that have done what I want to do, whether it's, you know, the adventure flying and going on big cross countries or acro stuff. I've been just, uh, trying to take it as slow as possible. Cause I've seen it happen so many times in the mountain bike world where people start getting a little bit good and they get really confident and they're just pushing really hard and being a, I'll say a seasoned veteran of mountain biking and having a, my fair share of broken bones. You know, you could just see instantly like, Oh dude, you're going to hurt yourself. You know, you, you're pushing too hard. You don't have the skills. Like just slow down, enjoy it, enjoy the process of learning. And I think that's what I've liked so much about paramotoring is just taking my time with it and slowly progressing, but trying to do it, you know, in, in a safe manner, safe as I can always just slightly, you know, getting a little bit better, pushing myself outside of that, that comfort zone or that, that skill set. Um, you ever it's real a, tempting to just, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's I, so I, tempting. I'm sorry. I was going to ask if you ever taken an SIV course. So I have not, I was going to take one last year when I went down to Florida and it was a communication issue. But I might take one when I go down to Florida, if I can work it out, if the times, you know, line up and that kind of thing. Um, I would like to do that. I think I'm at the point now where I'd feel comfortable doing it. To be honest, last year when it didn't work out, I was sort of relieved because I was like, I don't know if I can, you know, if I feel comfortable intentionally, you know, doing a full stall or doing my, you know, asymmetric collapses and that kind of thing. Um, but now with more time under the glider, uh, I think I'll benefit from it more. Um, so I would like to, I would like to do one and hopefully in the next, hopefully this month I'll do one, or if not in the upcoming year, I think it's um, a good move. Whenever you do it, uh, make sure you let me know and we'll bring you back on to uh, talk about your SIV class and how you enjoyed it and videos and stuff like that. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, no, that, that, that'd be good. Sorry. Yeah. De debrief from it. So Maybe, yeah, maybe I'll do one this month and I'll try and, you know, do all the GoPro video and that kind of thing of it. So like I have something to talk to. One, okay, this is what I did is I put, uh, I had a chest mount with my GoPro uh, Max 360 and it took amazing video. And, and with it just being on your chest mount, it's not in your way. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'll use my 360 cam and yeah, the chest mount would probably be the best way to do it. And that way you can sort of edit it too. So you can sort of get off the glider in the shot. Whereas opposed to like the hero nine or the hero 10, you're sort of limited. Exactly. You don't have the right angle. And, and I'll tell you what, once you go there and you do an asymmetric collapse or, and you, and you do a full stall and you're like, man, I had to pull this wing all the way down. I had to pull my brakes all the way down with three different wraps and it barely stalled. And as soon as I let go, it opened up, you know, you're going to realize these wings, they want to fly. It's so hard to collapse them um, unless you, you know, disconnect them from a carabiner. Yeah, yeah, unless you do that. <laughs> then it, it, yeah, it deflates real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Turns into a streamer. It, it does. Uh, and, oh, have you ever thrown a, um, have you ever thrown a reserve yet? I have not. Nope. Okay. When you go to your SIV course, definitely throw, an, uh, throw a, a reserve um, it's, it's absolutely amazing. It's fun. It's entertaining. And you get the, you get to feel something that in under an emergency would be terrifying, but in an SIV course, you throw it knowing that you're going to land in water. Someone's going to pick you up and you're going to be safe. And it's so much neater, neater. Uh -huh. Now, where, where did you do your SIV? Uh, with Andrew Fuller over in Florida. Okay. And that was a good experience. You liked it? I had a blast. 
Uh, yeah, so that, that's what, that's what I'm planning on going through. I have to reach out to him to see if, you know, he has classes going on this month, but that was my intent. You had to do it down there. I've, I've heard good things. A lot of people have done it, you know, with him. So that's the plan. Yep. Had a blast. Um, well, we're about four minutes. Question. Oh yes. Go ahead. Uh, about the, you, you say we're both to be use the Insta 360 to, to kind of mount it to your chest. Um, yeah. So we, I use the GoPro max. And I have a GoPro so, Max and a GoPro and, and a, a Insta 360 1X. Okay. And they both mount to your chest. And the Max, seem, editing. The Max seemed to be a little bit easier editing. And with the Max, you can adjust the horizontal or, or the horizon line very easy. So you can get those really cool looking videos that you know are swooping around where the Insta 361 X has that horizon and it's really hard to, to move around to make it look neat when you're actually doing editing the video in the uh, in the app. At least that's how I felt. Yeah, I have no complaints with the, the GoPro Max, especially if you're used to using GoPros in the past. You use the GoPro app, you can edit everything right on your phone. Um, it's, I think, pretty user friendly, you know, to, to put out a, a quick picture or a quick video using the 360 cam. There is a learning curve with it. You know, it is a little awkward to use at first. But once you play around for a few minutes, um, I, I think it's pretty easy. You're saying 360 cam. So that's a different camera. Or is that well, the, 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 the GoPro Max is a 360 cam. So we're sort of using those terms interchangeably. Okay. But yeah, the, the GoPro Max is their line of 360 cameras. So what I do is like in the shots that um, were pulled up from my Instagram, I actually mount it. Some people sit on like they'll use a, a pole and they'll sit on the pole like a selfie stick. Um, I actually mount mine onto the arm of my paramotor. Um, that way I'm normally always flying with it. I normally always just leave my camera attached. That way, if something cool pops up like a double rainbow or it's foggier than I expected, um, I could easily just turn it on, extend the pole and then try and get the shot that I'm going for. That would be cool to see your uh, your setup as far as how you have it attached. Is it just a, a GoPro type attachment, or did you? Have yeah, to so make it? Um, so it's all stuff that you can just buy off Amazon. You know, it's nothing nothing real special. But what I do is I actually use Velcro Velcro straps to mount it onto the the arm of my paramotor, and it's actually very very secure. So just like the cable management Velcro uh, straps for like you know computer cables and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I just use that and Velcro it uh, onto my paramotor arm and it's nice and secure there. And the one thing I would recommend too, is there's different types of poles you can buy. There's like the twist locking one. So as you extend it, you have to like twist and lock it. You can use those, but they're a pain in the butt when you're flying to be messing around, trying to adjust it and lock it. You can get ones that are just friction based where you just extend the pull out and it automatically locks in place just from friction. So it's quick and easy. Like I can have that camera taking video and stuff within you know five seconds press the power button extend it out and you're good to go there's not a lot of setup so that's sort of nice neat thank you okay. um any other questions on the panel or any other questions in the chat for mr rob i'll say i thoroughly enjoyed your stories Absolutely. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, great, great. Um, yeah. And you've, you've been getting really good feedback too in the chat. So, yeah, thank you. 
Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on guys. Yeah. It's like I said, yeah, my was... first time doing something like this. So uh, it's been fun. You know, I've, I've always listened to a bunch of podcasts or a bunch of these interview type shows. So it's cool to, to be on one, you know? So hey, I appreciate it. Good. Yeah. Now you I'm can just search for it. Now you can just search for PPG grandpa's paramotor podcast on any, any of your uh, favorite podcasting apps and listen to you while you're driving down the road. How cool yeah, is that? I, I don't, I don't know if I'll do that one, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It'd be awesome. Exactly. Rob, you're welcome. Come back anytime. You know, you can sit on the panel with us and hang out with us on Monday night, you know, watch for the link or whatever. And, uh, oh yeah, definitely. All right, cool. Yeah. Maybe, maybe after my Florida trip in a, you know, in a month or two, and if I do that SIV, I can come back, you know, report on that and let you know how that went because, uh, I think that'll be a big milestone for me because I've always been sort of a wuss with, uh, flying in turbulence and the bumps and worrying about my glider, you know, taking a collapse and that kind of thing. So, um, this might, you know, boost my confidence level, uh, just with the, with the gear. So that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. No, that sounds good. Any, you know. Monday nights, jump on with us. We, we all just hang out on Monday, just like this, right, Sean? This Absolutely, you can just jump Monday. on and just jump on and be part of the uh, part of the 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 panel, like we are yeah. right here. I mean, yeah. Will's on and Jim, yeah. and just just yeah. come here and hang out with us. And next person that uh, we have is going to be what Jared next week. So you can actually ask Jared some questions being here on the on the panel. How cool is that? All right, sounds good. See, look at look at Will. Look how Will, how chilled he is. Every show. Will, Will the chill. Will. Just watch Will. Will, just Will fly. Chill. Will chill. Will, Will, Will have Will. adventures. The Dairy Queen Blizzard guy. He's all about. He is. He's just like, I'm telling you. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to make Will's head too big, you know, tonight. Because he's already like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Hey, there's a lot of people in the chat, so let's let's run through uh, everybody in the chat and say hi. So, okay. Rob, so of course we got Bill H, Ted, uh, Susan Ray, uh, John Wayne, Eric. That's ppglear.com. How cool is that? Will Fly is also in here. Uh, Stephen Goodpaster, Tommy Anderson, Corey Stewart. Tommy. Hi, Tommy. Nikki Perloder, um, Bill H again, Mad Sloper. Let's see, scroll down. Lots of people are chatting. That's awesome. And uh, thank you guys for all the chatting yeah. that you're doing here too and talking back and forth and just hanging out with us. Love it. Um, let's it. see, Kent Stamey in the house. What's thank up, you. my friend? And he dropped 10 bucks in the super chat. Thank, thank you, you so much. We definitely appreciate you dropping that right. 10 spot. Um, let's see. We also have, let me scroll down, lots of people chatting, chatting, chatting. Aaron I, hey. the paramotor guy. What's up, buddy? Yeah. Uh, Hi, Aaron. What's up, Aaron? Hey. Man, there's just a lot of chatting going on. I, I can't believe I that I missed it. so much. I'm so excited. I'm so sorry. We got Derek Clark in the house, Mark Joyds. What's up, guys? Good to see you. Glad you were here and hanging out with us. We got uh, 22 people watching, 17 thumbs up. Thank you very much for the thumbs up. Thank you, Chad. Really helps a lot. Deweese Milstead, oh. Angela Preslick, 
Angela Preslick is uh, one of our moderators. She does yeah. have the roots, so watch what you say. Put you in time out, right? Tony Marzano in the house. He's also a wrench hey. guy. Hot buttered Steve. What's up, dude? Um, let's see. Who else did I miss? Anybody? If Who's I Mark did? McElroy. As I'm yeah. scrolling down, I haven't seen him yet. He doesn't really talk a lot, so he really needs to talk a lot. Is if he, he does, you know, you know what he needs to talk about is his amazing shirts. I mean, his shirts are amazing. If you haven't been over to his merch, it's paralifeppg.com amazing shirts awesome merch gotta check them out really awesome and since i'm throwing out his uh, merch i'm gonna throw out mine too it's i love ppg.com and i even showcase something at the very top of our uh of the super chat if you look up there that's the official clearprop tv shirt that you can uh buy and that way you don't have to drop in a a, a just a you know a, some money in the chat, you can actually buy something and we get a little something, something that helps us out over here at ClearProp TV. So thank you guys very much for joining us tonight. You, uh, we've got Jim from Canada A over at carepp.com and careppg.com. Uh, we'll fly ppg.com and uh, paramomusa.com. I always find me at ppggrandpa.com or iflyparamotors.com. And Rob, we can find you over at Instagram at con3081, correct? That is correct. Any other questions or last minute things that we want to say or words of advice before we leave everybody back um, until tomorrow on, is it ppglear.com tomorrow, guys? So I think you go over to ppglearlear.com, -E and then tomorrow we're going to have a show. Then on Wednesdays, we also have a show. It's Paramotor Girl with Flying Flamingo Jade. So go to paramotorgirl.com. And then Wednesday, uh, Thursday, what's going on on Thursday? Paraglidingshop.com. Of course. With my son, Robert Michael. Nothing really is going on on Friday or Saturday, but we got our Paramotor Nation on Sunday at our paramotornation.com. Um, what? What? No, he, he he had his last show last night. Oh, yeah. oh no. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I, I missed it last night because I was watching Yellowstone. <laughs> So, um, I'm gonna watch it tonight, but yeah. We had we had my mom over here. Hi, mom. Hi. I was gonna ask if you had her in the background. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's something that's that when doing. your mom's back there. Yeah. So, you know, she's she's she pretty and pink. What's up, pretty and pink? Beautiful. So, I absolutely. love her. Um. So any um any words of wisdom before we head on out? Any other questions in the chat or anything that anybody would like to say? No? Check your carabiners. Yeah, uh, yeah. There you yeah, go. Check them. Yeah, no, that's, my, that's my words of wisdom. Yeah. It, can, it can happen to anyone. You know, like I said, I've done it thousands of times, clipping in and never had any issues. And that day I did. So if I, if I double checked it, it probably wouldn't have, it wouldn't have happened. 
Absolutely. Well, once again, thank you so much for sharing your story. I know that you didn't have to, and uh, you only shared it with uh, some close friends, and now you shared it with just a couple more close friends. That's right. We're all family. Some some new close friends, yeah. Some new close friends, and I tell you what, everyone here, if you heard the story and um, you value the information, please go over to Instagram and go to CON3081 and uh, follow Rob. Uh, give him a give him some thumbs up or hearts over there. It's hearts, right? Hearts at Instagram. Yep. Heart him hearts up a little high bit. Yeah. Give him some high fives and some hearts. And uh, we really appreciate everyone here. All right, if that's it, if no one has a, has anything else to say. Yes, I I have to thank my chatters always before we say goodnight, whatever. Thank you, chatters. I so appreciate you coming here and hanging on the show and hang with everybody and sit in the chat room and all of that. So. I know you didn't have to, but we thank you that you did. And also, thank you, John Wayne. Uh, he's one of our uh, uh, supporters here. Um, he supports us by um, joining our channel, and he is a VIP. So thank you very much, John Wayne. We yes, appreciate you. Thank you, Cowboy. All right. Well, if that's, uh, if that's it, no other words of advice or anything like that, yeah. well, thank you very much. Make sure you go over to ppglear.com for tomorrow's show and paramotorgirl.com on Wednesday and paraglidingtalk.com on Thursday. Y'all have a great evening once again, Robbie. Thank you so okay. much, buddy, for joining Thanks, us. Um, show, buddy. Be in touch. Thanks, Thanks for the know. invite, guys. It's been fun. Absolutely. Thank you. Have a great evening. Bye, guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Peace.